And here we go, round two. So this one is more along the lines of just, I've said uh, this particular thing for several years now. And I just, the more I research, the more I, you know, coach people, I just think that society needs to kind of recognize that sugar is a very addictive substance. That if we just, I, I've been saying for a while, we should treat sugar with the same care as we do alcohol. The pushback societally about this is amazing. Even though we know, like all of us know people that just can't say no to sugary things. Like it is clearly an addictive. So I've made this analogy many, many, many times. Um, Sugar, uh, the, the similarities between sugar and cocaine are amazing because they're both plants that are stripped of all complete other nutrients, put down in a very condensed version. When ingested or put into the body, produce a euphoric effect on the body, a dopamine response, and cause the person to want more and more and more and more and more of those things, even though it has deleterious effects on that person's life. They enter the bloodstream quickly, both of them. It is just logic. And I understand that logic is not a really thing we do nowadays. Uh, I, I find it to be kind of sad and, uh, and telling, but like, I wanted to just really take a look at this. We have had people uh, that have come to us ingesting like four liters of soda a day for, for the sugar, four liters. We have had people tell us that they, uh, that they um like that they can't be happy in a day unless they have ice cream. We have had like it, it, we've had people when they we get them to quit sugar, they have DTs. They have literally withdrawal symptoms. It is a very serious thing. It's one of the things. It's one of the most prevalent things we coach people for. And again, here's our here's the link to our coaching. We just had somebody take one of the final uh, one of the final uh, six month slots. So here is there's a, just a few more. So please do if you have problems if you have problems with sugar, we can help you. This is one of the things we actually do. But an alchemy will be amazing to help people with sugar addiction, and that's absolutely amazing. But I just wanted us to go over some of the literature based around this. What spurned this on, by the way, in case anybody is wondering what, what sparked all this, is uh, this from my Twitter right here. Um, window, Twitter, boom. Let's find it. Oh, by the way, these are my still shots from today. I try to keep myself accountable. Boom. So you got to be about it. This is non-filtered still shot from today's workout footage. So... There's no filter applied to this. There's not even really lighting applied to this. This is just my backyard. Uh, and I was in the middle of my TRX workout. You got to be about it. Okay. So that's me bragging a little bit. And the funny thing is, is that's with full pump. I look very different right now. I don't look, I don't look like that. I mean, people should understand like what the, the pictures that you see on social media, by the way, this is a good, a good like, like learning moment. The pictures you see on social media are normally not in any way what you like, what the person looks like. Like, I think Mark is the only person where I've just been like, holy fuck, it's more impressive in person than it is on fucking camera. 
but uh, but for me, like this is just, I mean, again, this is just, that's just me hanging out with a pump, you know, uh, that's all. It's not, I mean, to me, and by the way, just so everybody knows, this is what I, I believe most, this is what the average 50 year old should do. Just, just for reference, uh, eat right, work out hard. You'll be fine. Uh, let's see here. And oh, by the way, I don't know if all of you, if all of you guys saw, but uh, Johns Hopkins has just uh, erased women. This is a completely off-topic thing, but uh, check me out on Twitter, the MFing COO, and the LGBTQ glossary for Johns Hopkins University now says that a lesbian is a non-man attracted to non-men, while past definitions refer to a lesbian as a woman who is emotionally, romantically, and/or sexually attracted to other women. These this updates definitions include non-binary people who may also identify with the label. A gay man is a man who is emotionally, romantically, sexually, affectionately, and uh, relation, uh, relationally attracted to other men or who identify as a member of the gay community. At times, gay is used to refer to all people, regardless of gender, but to have the primary sex, uh, sexual and romantic attraction to people of the same gender. Gay is an adjective. He is a gay man. So, you know, if you're a gay man, you're a gay man. But if you're a lesbian, you're just a non-man. So women don't even exist, according to John Hopkins, anymore. You fucking, it's amazing. Uh, amazing. Ridiculousness. Absolute ridiculousness. Where is it at? Here we go. This. Look at the child's face. Okay. The dopamine receptors are hidden. All the sugar. It's a baby. Now, we're about. To, I'm about to say some shit that's going to really upset people. So, and it might even upset some of you folks. But I'm just letting everybody understand. We shouldn't be giving sugar to children at all. We shouldn't give processed sugar to children at all whatsoever. It is an easy way, and I mean a very, very easy way for them to have a problem with it. You know, it is such a, it is such a accepted thing to have these ultra-processed carbohydrates and sugar added to almost everything that if people can't, you know, see the actual correlation between the rise in chronic illness along with the rise of ultra-processed foods and processed sugar, you've got to be kind of fucking dumb. I mean, like, I mean, I, most of America is fucking stupid because most of America is fat. And again, being morbidly obese does affect your cognitive abilities. Eating a lot of ultra-processed foods in general affects your cognitive skills and your executive function of your brain. This is factual. This is science. We've gone over on this channel many, many, many times. But to give sugar to children, like there should be like the it's recommended. Like the, the, the U.S. government has recommendations for the amount of sugar a child should have. Processed sugar. It should be zero. The only sugar a child should be ingesting should be in fruit or vegetables. You know, for us to be like giving them cakes and candies every single day. Is just setting themselves setting them up for a horrible life because like it affects brain chemistry. 
it's it's so and we it's like a drug that we market to children. It's a drug that we market to children, young children. I'd also argue that if you if you think you're if you're before you put your child on any type of medication for ADHD or any metabolic issues, if they're ingesting any type of sugar, make them not. Like ADHD medication, like I'm clearly, I clearly have ADHD. Like it, sugar is not something I should be ingesting a lot, a lot of. And even when I do, like I, I feel like a literally thermogenic response in my body, and I get like it, it fucks with my joints, all sorts of shit. But beyond that, you know, beyond that, there's actual literature. Uh, like based around this, there's, I mean, much, much, much literature based around this. So this is sugar addiction, pushing the drug sugar analogy to limit. Available evidence in humans shows that sugar and sweetness can induce rewarding cravings that are comparable in magnitude to those induced by addictive drugs. Although this evidence is limited by the, uh, by the inherent difficulty of comparing different types of rewards and uh, psychological experiences in humans, it is nevertheless supported by recent exper uh, experimental research on sugar and sweets rewards in la uh, laboratory rats. Overall, this research has relative, uh, re revealed that sugar and sweets rewards can not only substitute to, addic uh, to addictive drugs like cocaine, but can even be more rewarding and, and attractive. At the neurobiological level, the neurosubstrates of sugar and sweets reward appear to be more robust than those of cocaine. Uh, i.e. more resistant to functional failures, possibly reflecting past uh, selective evolutionary procedure, uh, pressures for seeking and taking foods high in sugar and calories because we, you know, we're feast or famine, right? I will argue, though, just, just to put this out, if we can't determine this in, like, that sugar is as addictive in humans, even though it looks to be, and they tried to discredit that, then because it's, you know, we, it's hard to, uh, you know, talk about anything with rewards and psychological experiences, then all these, any weight stigma, weight fucking whatever, weight discrimination study is complete bullshit. Like, like you can't have it both ways, but that's on a whole other, uh, whole other level. The biological robustness of the neural substrates of sweet uh, sugar and sweet reward may be sufficient to explain why many people have a difficulty controlling the consumption of foods high in sugar and continuously exposed to them, when continuously exposed to them. I would argue that the fact that we know that many people can, it says, many people can have difficulty to control the consumption of foods high in sugar and continuously, well, when continuously exposed to them, I would argue that that means we know that sugar is addictive. I mean, I would argue that we know that sugar is addictive literally because of that, just because of that, just in general. How to break sugar addiction. This is from Health Essentials. Don't skip meals or go cold turkey. Uh, eat a balanced diet and talk to your doctor instead. I don't know about the talk to the doctor thing because they're just going to put you on something. But sugar is pretty amazing. It is the purest form of uh, energy available to us. And unlike fats and proteins, can actually cross the blood-brain barrier. Sugar quite literally feeds your brain and it tastes great too. <sighs> yes. Make it seem like processed sugar is better than fats and proteins, you fucking hacks. Uh, we need sugar to live, but we don't. But we don't need added sugar. We do not need. You do not need sugar to live. You need amino acids and fatty acids. Your body can create ketones out of those. 
Carbohydrates and sugar are not an essential nutrient. They are not essential. Your body can still ingest them and digest them and break them down and everything like that, but they are not an essential nutrient. You do not need them to live. This is not science these people are talking about. But for some of us, it feels like we need sugar. Desperately, in fact, researchers have found that sugar uh, sugar lowers both opioid and dopamine receptor availability in our brains. Put simply, sugar activates the reward and pleasure centers of our brains the same way addictive substances do. It's no wonder we consume so much of this stuff, according to the American Association. This is from, by the way, I don't even know when this is from. Uh, it's no wonder we consume so much of this stuff, according to the American Heart Association. The average American adult eats somewhere between 30, 22 and 30 teaspoons worth of sugar in a day. Women and children should be eating only six teaspoons. Children should be eating zero teaspoons of sugar. Zero. Zero teaspoons of sugar. We just talked about how it's an addictive substance. Why are we going to be giving any... Like, why should we say that they should be eating any of it? They should have no processed sugar, no added sugar. Six teaspoons of added sugar is six teaspoons of an addictive fucking substance you're giving to children, you fuck-ups. It's amazing. They're like, public health is just complete bullshit. It's so ridiculous. Um, mentioned uh, mentioned uh, intake should only be slightly higher than nine teaspoons, 36 grams. Nine teaspoons of sugar may sound like a lot because it fucking is because it's an addictive substance and America is fat as fuck already. But it's also what you'll drink in the average 12-ounce soda can. So we're pretending that soda is okay to drink now. It's just so insane. It's so ridiculous. Reducing your sugar intake can be uh, a positive step. It's like, that's the problem. Like, they try to make it so, like, we're not really demonizing sugar. You just eat too, you, you stupid fuckers eat too much, you know? Like, motherfuckers, it's an addictive substance. Stop Stop pushing it on children. They won't grow up to fucking, like, they'll grow up to be able to treat, we, we should treat it like it's a drug, because it's a fucking drug. Sugar your intake can be, uh, can be a positive step towards improving your overall health. It can help with digestive issues like irritable bowel and acid reflux, but that's not all. Eating less sugar can also improve anxiety and stress, reduce fatigue, ease joint pain, and cut down on headaches and migraines, because it's an inflammatory fucking substance that's addictive. Like, I, I can't stand when people are on all sorts of pharmaceuticals to deal with their inflammation, to deal with uh, all, to deal with their inflammation, their diabetes, their heart disease, all that shit, inflammatory disorders, and yet they're ingesting sugar on a fucking daily basis. According to the American Heart Association, 8 out of 10 adults are trying to reduce the amount of sugar they eat, but it's not easy for people who become chemically dependent upon sugar. It's harder because you can become chemically dependent upon sugar. We spoke to registered dietitian, dietitian Beth Kazerwin, I can't pronounce her name, uh, RDLD, uh, about sugar addiction. What is sugar addiction? Plenty of people have a sweet tooth, you know. Uh, so how do you know if you're addicted to sugar? Is there an invisible threshold that you cross? You can be diagnosed with sugar. You cannot You cannot be diagnosed with sugar addiction, at least not yet. But self-reflection and an honest conversation with a health provider is the best way to get started on this issue. Uh, ask yourself these questions. Do you feel like you have like you don't have control over how much sugar you eat? I agree with that. Do you feel like, uh, do you think about sugar all day? I agree with that. Are you eating sugar throughout the day or do you feel like that, that you're, you're eating more sugar than you should? I agree with that. Are you eating so much sugar that you're making yourself sick to your stomach? Do you eat sugary foods uh, you don't even like just to get the boost? If you're answering yes to any of these things, you absolutely um, uh, have a problem. Un, uh, unaddressed, she says that long-term consequences for, the, for sugar addiction can be type 2 diabetes, overweight and obesity, fatty liver disease, chronic inflammation, heart disease, stroke, and pancreatitis. But yes, let's market this to children. 
<sighs> so ridiculous. Here's another one. Sugar addiction, how it develops and ways to break the sugar addiction. How real is sugar addiction? There have been numerous narratives on the dynamics of this. Notice how there's not a lot of studies because the U.S. government even subsidizes big sugar by $5 billion of taxpayer money a year. They want you sick and they want you on pharma. Period. Period. Um, our daily in intake of sugar averages 95 grams. 95 fucking grams of sugar. That's like 400 fucking calories in sugar. It's insane. I mean, absolutely insane. I love how the American Heart Association recommends reducing its intake. Don't take in added sugar unless it's like a, for a special occasion. Like I, I, I don't, I don't believe in telling people like, don't ever drink, don't ever do this, don't ever do that. If you want to fuck up your body, fine. But we should view sugar the same way we do alcohol or drugs. It is not good for you. It is something you're going to do just because you want the pleasure of it only. That's it. That's that's all. Is sugar addictive? Yes, sugar can be addictive as drugs and alcohol is very difficult to avoid its presence in addition, uh, in addition to many food items. Consuming or even thinking about it can stimulate your brain and release dopamine into the system. Like a lot of people see, they will literally see an ad for something sugary on TV and it will cause a dopamine release in their brain. You know, like if you've ever like passed by a donut shop, and you're like, oh my God, like you, like you almost had the pleasure from it. You know, I mean, it's, it's insane. It's insane. Experts agree sugar might be as addictive as cocaine. This is from May 30th of 2023. This is just a couple days ago. Addiction is strong is a strong word, not typically applied to sugar, but it can be a very difficult to stop eating sugar. It should be applied to sugar at all times. Uh, we reward children with it over the holidays for a job well done in school, and we reward ourselves with it after a particularly stressful day or to celebrate a birthday or special, uh, su uh, special success. We add sugar to our coffee, bake it into our favorite treats, and spoon it on uh, over our breakfast. We love the sweet stuff. We crave it. But are we addicted to it? There is an increasing body of research that tells us excess sugar could be as addictive uh, as some street drugs and have many, similar, uh, many similarity effects on the brain. Addiction is a strong word. It's a true word. Uh, but in medicine, we use addiction to describe a tragic situation where somebody's brain chemistry has been altered to compel them to repeat a substance or activity despite harmful consequences. This is very different than the casual use of addiction, I'm addicted to Game of Thrones. Addiction, like, but but sugar meets this criteria. It absolutely does. The truth about sugar addiction, sugar detox or hype. Can you uh, really be hooked on sugar? Absolutely, your brain, your brain on sugar. Sugar fuels every brain, every cell in your brain, not sugar, energy, glucose. Uh, your brain also sees sugar as a reward, which makes you keep wanting more of it. No, 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 no. Like this, this is this article is literally fucking like conflating glucose and sugar. It's fucking ridiculous, ridiculous. But notice if you notice the pattern, all of these things like they're like it could be addictive, but still keep giving it to your children every chance you fucking get. You know, I mean, just tons of literature. How to break your sugar addiction? Understanding the the sugar's power can help you set you free. A friend and I were talking about the other day about addiction to sugar and fatty comfort foods like cookies, cakes, chocolates. We do so well for a while and then somehow find ourselves back at it, eating large amounts of whatever the sweet food, drug, or at the moment, it's a slippery slope, uh, and we somehow find ourselves sliding down it again. I've written uh, uh, before about my challenges with emotional eating and have truly done much better 
uh, in many in uh, for many years. I get swept up by sugar cravings much more rarely. And even now, when I fall off my sugar treat wagon, I do it by eating large amounts of fiber, all natural, gluten free, dairy free treats. Uh, the damage to my body is much less. Blah blah blah. So I agree with that. So I'm going to take. I just wanted to show people that there is a robust, I mean, robust body of literature that literally shows and logic shows how addictive sugar is, but yet they don't want to, like the mainstream media and like most of the healthcare industry will not admit it because big sugar is so powerful. Big food is so powerful, you know? So I'm going to do Q&A for about 20 minutes, and then I'm going to talk to you motherfuckers tomorrow because I got shit to do. Uh, let's see. So how do I start uh, start to stop sugar intake? Well, one of the things you can do if you're having a hard time with it, you can get our coaching. We have monthly coaching packages. We have three-month coaching packages. And we have a few slots left for a six-month coaching package. Uh, they, they're going quickly. So you should uh, – the six-month package is less than $70 a month. Six months, we can help repair your relationship with food. But I would start by, by uh, just, you know, either cutting it down. It depends. How do you start to start to stop sugar intake? Stop taking it in. Eat vegetables, fruits, and whole meats. Eat fruit in the evening so you still get some sort of natural sugar associated with fiber. But processed sugar, just don't eat it. <laughs> I mean, like, that's, that's the thing. Just don't eat it. If you can't. If people should do this, I often talk about this. I often talk about 15 days to slow the spread of obesity. Well, it could be 15 days to slow the spread of sugar addiction also. Eat nothing but whole foods, fruits, vegetables, meats, eggs, nothing but whole foods. If you can't cook it on the grill, don't eat it. From there, ingest anywhere from 0.5 fluid ounces per pound of body mass as a minimum to an ounce of fluid per pound of your body mass. Try to get 30 minutes of walking in a day. Try to make sure you're sleeping a good six to eight hours of quality sleep. Try to get 30 minutes of stress relief a day. Try to have 30 minutes of complete downtime where you're just talking with, with another human being. If you can't do that for 15 days, it is a lifestyle problem or it is an addiction problem. If you can't do it because you don't have the time and you don't have this, blah, 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 and you can't work, you're not organized enough, that is a lifestyle issue that comes from you being able to prioritize and manage your time wisely. If you can't because that shit just calls to you, you are addicted to it and you should take other steps to do so. There are absolutely supp uh, supplements that are going to help with this. Alchemy, our upcoming supplement that has NC2, berberine, banana, and a few other ingredients in it is going to be an amazing thing for people with sugar addiction. Uh, it is going, it has helped completely remove my desire to have sugar. I still can have it and not have any problems, but I really do not like uh, the, the most sugary thing I eat in a day is berries, uh, frozen berries at night. Um, it's, I've truly, even then I could, I oftentimes will have a savory snack at night. Like tonight I'm having sugar-free barbecue sauce, uh, with some pork loin that I just instapotted. That's probably my treat for tonight because even the sugar-free barbecue sauce will taste a little sweet to me, even though it's spicy. Um, so I just, I'm on no morbidity and alchemy. I don't have, I don't, I have no hunger, no cravings, no anything. But I also ingest at least an ounce of water per pound of my body mass. It's normally about 1.5 ounces of water per pound of my body mass. I get good sleep, which I've been focusing on even more. Me and Crystal just sit and talk for a little while every single day. You know, healthy, like healthy living is, is the way to do it. And I eat predominantly 
meats and veggies predominantly. Like the, I, I'll have maybe a scoop of protein powder, which makes up like 5% of my total daily caloric intake every single day or every other day, not even every single day. And I put that in my berries. But besides that, it's whole foods the whole way, you know? Family bought uh, two Costco trays of cupcakes and a watermelon, looked at the fridge over, uh, looked, look in the fridge after preparing the fruit during UK heat wave to see 32 cupcakes gone. Meanwhile, I have been the only one eating fruit. Wow, that's bad. That's bad. And you guys call it a heat wave. I call that like February. Just, just FYI. Um, my dad used to give me a whole glass of Kool-Aid for, with dinner. That's so much sugar. Like I often talk, and I saw an interesting, I saw this one. I wonder how many children will be misdiagnosed with ADHD, ADD and ADHD if, uh, if pervaded parents would feed their kids lower sugar diets and little, uh, and little exercise before school. I have a strong belief that a, a large number of people that are on Adderall are on Adderall because they take in too much sugar. And they think it's ADHD, they think it's ADHD, but it's actually just sugar. I, I can't prove it, of course, but nobody can tell me that it's not a factor. Because when they when they prescribe this stuff to people, they don't tell you to take in less sugar. Hey, your child's hyper as fuck. Let's give them a drug. They, I mean, we're you're I, I should say another drug because you're probably feeding your child hundred grams of sugar before they walk out of the fucking door in the morning. If you're giving them a big bowl of cereal with whole milk and a glass of orange juice because you think you're a good parent. You're giving them like a hundred fucking grams of sugar in a day, right off the fucking bat. Well, let's see. Sugar is brutal to me, but I'm almost uh, over the addiction. That is awesome, 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 awesome. Good for you. Good for you. Uh, once you break uh, break your sugar habits and taste it again in candy and other processed foods, uh, things are so sweet that it's gross. I completely agree, Erica. Completely, completely agree. Uh, my boss gave me some Starburst, and uh, they've been sitting on my desk for over a month now. Good for you. Good for you. Sugar is my biggest trigger for binging. Thankfully, uh, since starting Barberine, it turns my stomach almost immediately. It doesn't turn my stomach, but I just don't, I, I just don't have any sugar cravings at all. Craving some lasagna Crystal made for me yesterday. Some low-carb lasagna. Oh, so good. I'm going to have that after I'm done talking to you motherfuckers. Uh, this stream triggered my desire to get some donuts. I'm very sorry to hear that. I'm very sorry. Uh, what are your thoughts on breads like homemade and whole wheat sourdough? Still, still ultra processed food. The flour is ultra processed. It should be a minimal, a minimal portion of your diet. Minimal. Like less than 10% of your total daily calories should be coming from that. Um, minimal. Just minimal, you know? Um, but it's still a processed carbohydrate. I mean, beyond a shadow of a doubt. So, uh, it's better. So, Jason, and Jason, you're on the app already. M message me and we'll talk, okay? Uh, mm -hmm. is a compound in some plants like turmeric. It helps, uh, uh, helps with several metabolic issues. It's amazing. It's amazing supplement. It's an amazing supplement. NC2, which is in uh, alchemy, I'm going to do a whole video on it here for you guys. I'm going to do a, a video on the ingredients of alchemy uh, here, here coming up. It's amazing. It's been shown to reverse, reverse type 2 diabetes. And NC2 also helps blunt glycemic effect when you eat sweet things. So it doesn't give you that, oh, my God, I want more food. Or it doesn't make you hungrier. It's amazing. Absolutely amazing. I'm so excited for, for alchemy. So excited. There's also the birthday party where people eat sugary cakes constantly. It's constant, you know. And again, we market it to kids. 
Uh, and the entire uh, food industry still, uh, still markets breakfast, the first meal of the day, with sugary cereals. Because if you start your day with sugary cereal, you're going to be hungrier and eat more of their food all day long. Factually. I mean, it, it's, 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 we have a whole scale called the glycemic index scale that shows people it makes you hungrier. And they know this, but they want you to eat the sugary shit. They want you to eat things with the word cake in it, like pancakes, cupcakes, uh, fried fried uh, sugary dough, like donuts. They want you to eat these things because you'll be hungrier all day long and you'll consume more all day long. They don't care about your health. They want you consuming as much as humanly possible of their foods. Therefore, you then consume as much as humanly possible of the pharma too. That's It's just logic, you know? A friend of mine's trigger food is Kit Kats, and her coworker keeps putting them on her desk. That's evil. Fucking people are horrible. Horrible, horrible, horrible. Uh, probably, about, probably about like thirty days. Probably like one month. I'll, I'll find out. I'll check. I think the twelfth is what we're looking at. Next month. Uh, they're straight up candy bars now with uh, sugar, uh, top sugar. They are. Yep. Uh, go back. Uh, got back from work on a gym just in time for life. Hell yeah, motherfucker. So we'll do full Q&A for about 10 more minutes. And then I want to get running because I want to spend some time with the lovely wife today. And we got calls. And I wanted to make sure that her and I got to eat together. Uh, again, talking about like, you know, healthy relationships and stuff like that. Like make sure you sit down and eat together with somebody. Pop-Tarts, granola bars, Nutrigrain, et cetera. All of them are full of sugar. Every single one of them. And the people tell them that uh, give, give them to your kids for, for, for uh, breakfast. Hey, you take this sugar on the go. It'll help, help keep you running all day long. Like people act like they need to fuel their activity first thing of the day. Straight the fuck up, people. Like straight the fuck up. I literally worked out for 45 minutes earlier with a couple people on the app, which you can work on the app too. By the way, next week we're resetting the we're resetting the, the, my workouts to an earlier stage, so you'll be able to jump in. If you have a TRX or on the app, you'll be able to keep up. Because right now, if you're not already working out with us, it's hard. Because today was 45 minutes of all go with 45 seconds of rest. Total 15 second three 15 second breaks throughout the 45 minutes was all the rest. Uh, but I did that. I still haven't eaten. I I I I still have I, I still I, I haven't eaten. I, I did that earlier. I still have not eaten. Let's see. Let's see. They hide the word sugar with high fruit fructose corn syrup. Yep, I completely agree. Your ex used to sabotage me all the time. It happens a lot. It happens a lot in relationships, really. Uh, the worst, uh, the worst breakfast thing that, uh, that launched are breakfast uh, chocolate cookies. Breakfast chocolate cookies. It's our normal cookies, just marketed as breakfast. Yep, hundred percent. YouTube is silencing you again. I don't know what to tell you. We're not even seeing it on our end. We're not even seeing it on our end. So I don't know what to tell you. Is honey a better alternative than processed sugar? It absolutely is, but I still suggest you have honey later on the day. I will occasionally have honey, uh, honey on top of my berries, uh, especially if my allergies are bothering me. Because local honey, and I get local honey. Um, local honey does have uh, some very, very like other, like some good other nutrients, but it also has been shown to help out with local, uh, uh, local. Uh, like it also has been shown to help out with your allergies from the local area, um, and then, even then, still just kind of sparingly, like, because I'm I'm a person that like you know. I, I watch what I, I'm two years for uh, I'm, I'm five days shy of two years, five months from my last binge. So I, I be, I'm careful with it, but yes, honey is much more preferred. 
Uh, honey, maple syrup are both natural forms. They're not ultra processed, you know, uh, stripped of all sorts of other nutrients. They're, they have their other nutrients to them. So, yes. Uh, what do you think of Lenny's protein cookies? They're cookies. They're, they're sweet cookies. They're cookies. You know, they have a little bit more protein in it. Ooh. Uh, no, they're cookies. They're cookies. Uh, food marketing is straight evil. Reduced fat uh, often means replaced with sugar. High, uh, high in protein often means trace proteins around 10 grams. Yep. Very, very, very bad. I do a meal replacement shake to get kefir and some uh, supplements in my diet. That's not bad. Not a bad idea. Is it okay to consume powdered peanut butter mixed in with yogurt as a snack? I mean, in, it's a highly processed item, but yeah, occasionally. Like I said, if it, I, su I suggest that people take in no more than 10% of their total daily calories in anything processed, like anything ultra processed, anything. I personally try to make it mine lower than that. It's normally about 5%, but relatively speaking, 5 to 10% just so you can have flavor to your food, as long as it's not triggering out of the hunger. That's what we do with our coaching. Our coaching is not some sort of serious, like, I think that people misunderstand. Our coaching is based around a livable lifestyle. You should never feel hungry. You should never, like, you shouldn't be, uh, you should always feel satiated. You should always feel satisfied with your food. We have people go out and have the, like, occasional indulgence, and then we help them deal with the cravings the next day for it. Like, so... It's okay in moderation, just like with almost everything. You know, a beer is okay in moderation. Alcohol is okay in moderation. If I mean okay, as long as it's as long as you're able to moderate it, it's not healthy for you. But we kind of view foods as like there is healthy foods, which are whole foods, and then there are things that are eaten only for pleasure. Anything with ultra processed carbohydrates in it is something that's eaten only for pleasure. I mean, it's. Pretty basic. And if you have trouble, if you have trouble monitoring that, again, I just share these links. This is to join the app. You can just join the app and join the Hunger Management Support Group. And you can join me for my uh, for my live workouts and Crystal's live workout. We're doing my we're doing volume training with dumbbells right back here. And I'm joining Crystal tonight um, for it's a uh, leg day volume training tonight. I'm very fucking excited. You can get our monthly coaching package, our three month coaching package, and we have a few slots left for the six month coaching package. So if you are having trouble with these things. We can help you. We can help adjust your lifestyle. You should take us up on the offer. Mm -mm -mm. I used to eat a whole pack of Oreos. God, Ooh, at least they're vegan, um, right? I mix vanilla protein powder with Greek yogurt. Yeah, I do. I, I mix my protein powder with some yogurt occasionally too. Full fat Greek yogurt is what I do. And we're getting ready to start making our own yogurt again. So reminds me of when the Sesame Street used to uh, teach us about sometimes foods Wish people remember that. No kidding. Sandy K. Every food item in a restaurant is made with some kind of seed oil, which causes inflammation and is really bad for you. I completely agree with that. Not every. Like if you can get a steak, you know. But I agree. Most of the most of the processed things have seed oils in it, highly inflammatory. Um, and inflammation is the killer. Inflammation is absolutely the killer. Itch your ear. I love my honey, uh, honey onion cough syrup. Oh yeah, honey and onion cough syrup is amazing. It's uh, this, like it's an actual remedy for for having a cough. Let's see here. Twinkies are the worst. Twinkies are the worst. Brian, I should do a what I eat in a day uh, a day versus what I used to eat in a day video. Yes, you should. And Brian, again, I'll message you, man. I'm gonna have you on at some point in time soon. Uh, that would be interesting. It really would. I, I agree with that. 
people always get weird when I turn down alcohol during barbecue and birthday parties. I, it's just so strange. Like it's like this, this, we have this cult. Like the problem is American culture. Our, our culture is what's keeping us unhealthy because we have allowed big food and big pharma to actually alter our culture to make us think that healthy foods are unhealthy, healthy activities are unhealthy. Like they're talking about like uh, CNN did a thing where if your child has fitness goals, be careful. They could, they, they could get an eating disorder. I, they're, they want you sick. They want you weak. Right. And they have, we have a culture around it. We have a culture that pizza is the everything food. Ice cream is literally medicine. You're depressed. Let's go get ice cream. That's self-medication motherfuckers. Like, I mean, oh, you're depressed. Let's go get some ice cream. That is self-medication for a depressive event. And we, uh, we know this. It's uh, like our culture is broken, basically. It's very fucking sad. Very fucking sad. But listen, guys, uh, any, any last questions? Because I am, like I said, I'm going to get our food made and get us ready to go. And Chris and I are going to sit down and, ha and have, some, have some food together. Um, but again, here is the links to the coaching. By the way, you can get no morbidity still. Uh, we are trying to keep it in stock everywhere. We keep we keep stocking. We we got finally got got ahead of the, those issues of the uns of the where it, it can't be stocked. But here is where you can get it at Ambrosia Collective. Here's where you can get it at Tiger Fitness, and here's where you can get it at uh, the Vitamin Shop. Best way to track jasmine rice intake. I just don't understand why people like. Best way to track your food intake. Are you fat? If you're fat. Take in less food. Start with the carbohydrates. Start with ultra-processed carbohydrates and work your way back. Like, that's how I think about it. You know? Like, don't get me wrong. Like, if you, like, people people should know what's in their food. So tracking, as long as you use it as uh, an educational tool, that works. But very realistically, like, if you're fat, take in a little less calories. You know, and start with the carbohydrates because your body needs the amino acids and fatty acids. I declined a barbecue with a uh, family yesterday. I didn't want to get uh, judged about not drinking alcohol. Oh, I hear you. Uh, there's healthy alternatives to everything. Eh, Healthy-ish sometimes. I believe when they pu uh, pulled the fat out of food, they replaced it with sweeteners. Oh, they absolutely did. People usually reward themselves with unhealthy foods if they accomplish goals. It's And I completely agree with you. That's very the wrong mindset. Very, very, very. I didn't have fitness goals as, uh, goals as a kid. Look at me now. Type 2 diabetic fatty liver binge eater. I can help you, dude. We, we'll work on that. Your thoughts on low-carb breads? My opinion is that it's got to be full of chemicals. It's still an ultra-processed food. It's still, I mean, it's still ultra-processed. Probably even more ultra-processed. And, and I agree with you. It probably has tons of chemicals in it. You can always take a beer, go to the bathroom, and dump it. Maybe you could do that. Or, you, you know, uh, just order no morbidity. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate you. Uh, no, uh, not that I want to eat it. I hear you. I guess I don't want to to overserve with rice, considering I usually serve a quarter of a cup uncooked. I think that's about right, you know. I mean, but again, if you're fat, just pull back on. Uh, the food pyramid is the worst health health guideline. Absolutely, absolutely. If I was Secretary of Health, I would abolish that motherfucker. Absolutely. Uh, I've been playing live music lately and just uh, drink water. People finally realize I'm not going to drink alcohol. That is awesome, motherfucker. Awesome. Wiley full fat yogurt. What about no fat, plain Greek yogurt? No fat, no fat yogurt is going to have uh, sugar in it. It's going to have more sugar than, than full fat. Like yo yogurt, yogurt has fat in it. 
Like, like it, it, it's, it's yogurt. Yogurt is literally just enzymes, like the enzymes from the and bacteria from uh, a mother with whole milk, and it separates the whey, the liquid whey, into the yogurt. Okay, that's it. That's the process that it goes into it. It's it's just as it's only slightly more processed than your uh, than milk. Like literally, milk is only pro milk is not really processed, uh, especially when you have raw milk. Which don't be afraid of raw milk. Um, but when they then take the fat out of it, they're processing the fuck out of that, and they're normally adding a bunch of shit to it. Our food pyramid is going to look like uh, idiocracy soon. Yep, 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 yep. If you want to be the shape of a pyramid, follow the food pyramid. I like that. I am going to be stealing that. There's not a chance in the world that I, you will not hear me say that. So. Are you familiar with zip fizz powder? I am, but I don't know that much about it, just to be honest. So. But anyway, guys, again, here is the links one last time. Boom. For no morbidity. And then here is the links for our coaching and to join the app. I, if you, if you, you should join the app. I mean, you really you get to join the Hunger Management Support Group ask questions, do all sorts of stuff, get to join us for live pre-recorded classes. It's amazing. My wife is the, like, the best coach ever. So please do. Everybody check that out. I hope to talk to all of you tomorrow at 1 p.m. I don't know what I'm talking about, but I will be talking. Goddamn.